Welcome back to the pimp cave, you bitch. <laughs> fucking aggressive. <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, it's colder than two prostitutes in February out this joint. That's the cold bitch. That's the only reason why I got my coat on. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> I shouldn't say prostitutes, sex workers. That's mm-hmm. the correct terminology. Sex work is real work. Yeah. Facts, bro. Top tier. All right, let's get it. We're going to get into the episode with some of the best beefs so far in 2024. We got some it's more spicy clips. Bro. Bruh, it's, but it's been so much shit happening. Like, And, and y'all know because we keep y'all up to date. So here we go. Here we go. George, where you want to start at, bro? Give the people a rundown of what we're talking about this whole episode. That's oh, what yeah, you yeah, said yeah, you yeah, was yeah, going to yeah, do. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, so we'll do like a rewind thing. Sure, right? you sure do I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Lazy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to talk about Stephen A. Jason Whitlock getting it in. Pause. Diablo uh, Redden versus the state of Nevada. Y'all already know, but we got some updates for y'all on that. We got my man Joe Coy. He shut it down at the Golden Globes. Best performance of all time. Shout out Ricky Gervais. And we got my man Jordan Peterson punching on Kathy Newman. Uh, we're going to see how that goes for him because he already basically is blackballed from everything. <laughs> I don't even know why my man's still talking at this point. But. I don't know. After the little interview that I saw, I disagree with what he was saying. It's not like he's speaking crazy. He was sp- in fact, they just hate him because yeah. he, he's saying he don't like gay people and bunch oh, of other well, crazy. He didn't say yeah. that about well, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say that word for word, but you know, people take it out of context. All right. All right. All right let's get into it. All right. My man. Stephen A. Smith started off the year wowing. If you don't know who Stephen A. Smith is, Stephen A. Smith is a sports commentator. He's been doing it for decades. He's black. Okay. We're giving out all the information. But why was that important? Because we need everybody Let's to see. know. And then it'd be the, all the other people in the comments, why you want to make this a race thing? And it wasn't even the black dude who said anything about race. It was whatever he is. Somebody yeah. sensitive. Mexican. Are you? <laughs> I'm sensitive. Uh, okay, here we go. Connect it. All right, so what happened? So apparently, apparently, uh, there's a guy named Jason Whitlock, Whitlock, who's also a sports commentator. Okay, like a milk dud. Um, but he basically was throwing shots at Stephen A. Smith uh, behind the scenes, trying to assassinate his career on the low. Mm. And then he came out and basically said that Stephen A. Smith was lying about his story, and his like his upbringing. Um, specifically, he said he was lying about making 17 straight three pointers at a at a college open, uh, <laughs> not an open gym. It was like a, a workout, a tryout for a scholarship. Um, so Stephen A. Smith took that personally, and he just basically went in on him on his uh on his show that he has on YouTube. Now, not knowing much about Stephen A. Smith, yeah. I don't think he can make 17 three pointers. <laughs> Everybody was like <laughs> I, I just can't see. It. I don't know, Stephen. He said, but even Stephen A. Smith said himself, "He's like, I've never done it before, and I didn't, and I haven't done it since." But that day for the scholarship, and you know, like when 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 this one was on online, mm-hmm. like yeah, adrenaline start pumping. You, you move different. You, you tap into yeah, your flow. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know when you we had to pitch your business idea. You, go, you was ultra, like ultra instinct, bro. Real rap, blue hair gang. But nah, so that's basically um, the gist of it. But yeah, you gotta hear what my man was saying to him. He just was going in. Let's see, we got this. Uh... All right, so this is Stephen A. Smith addressing Jason Whitlock on his show. Um, this is actually hilarious. This is my man should have been like, um, what's those a boxing promoter? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit to people. Did you t- 
tell them how you stood outside out of first take begging me to talk to you? Did you tell them that once this same article in Deadspin came out, weeks later you wrote a lengthy apology to me? You bitch. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Did shit. Did you tell them? You fat piece of shit. Did you tell them that? Bruh. Got the names. We got Jamel Hill. We got Howard Bryant. You want me to bring up the other writers that wouldn't work for you? Why it took you nearly two years to get an article out? Because you ran that shit so bad you were running it into the ground? <laughs> all right, all right. Real quick, because he is going in. He's he, he's pulling all the stops. Yeah. Right. Trying to hurt this dude's feeling. Real right. Did the elbow say anything else outside of yo, yo, you really did a shoot seventeen three? Yo. Like, because if that's all he said and he coming out like he definitely ain't shoot seventeen well, in a row. Stephen right. A. Smith also um has a best selling book out right now. So like basically it's um autobiography and the dude Jason Whitlock said, You didn't write this. I've seen your writing. Okay. So the other guy he's just okay. Hating, right, I get it. Hate him. I right. get it. So Stephen A. Smith was like, you know what? Enough is enough. And my man. He throwing out fucking facts, it sound like to me. Yeah. So and also Jason Whitlock, um, he was trying to start his own kind of like business and have other journalists come work with him. And that's what Stephen A. Smith was saying, like, bro, you was doing such a shitty job. People wouldn't even want to come work with you. Like everybody knows that you're a piece of shit. He called this man a coon in, in one of the segments, <laughs> which is like, if you call another black man a coon, Brad, y'all got to get in the street and, and mix. That that's Those is fighting words. There's 100%. No so, so we got to get him in the ring. Man Cave, we already sponsoring Cat Williams versus... They ain't call us back. <laughs> <laughs> we still waiting on the call for that one. But we might be able to get these two in the ring. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We can get Jason Whitlock. He's a fucking nobody. All right. Yo, uh, I think funnier in, in that whole situation is how everybody's saying like Stephen A. Smith was inspired by Cat Williams. Like, like, oh, like, oh. like, 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 all right, all right. Let me do what he did. I'm about to come out swinging, and pull no punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the formula. Maybe we need to find somebody that's to the beef trend. with. 2024 is beef year, I yeah, guess. beef year. <laughs> we we got to find some beef, put our and, numbers and up. It's a leap year and a beef year. That's funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then uh, moving on, we uh, first of all, I don't know if this man's name is Debra or Diabra. Diobra. If it's Debra. That's why he in jail. With a name like that, bro, you got to keep, like, proving to people oh. that you, you ain't no bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if, if my name Deborah, motherfuckers going, right, they're they going to try me. Yeah. They're going, your fucking name is Deborah, bitch. And now up, I got to right. kill somebody <laughs> so that motherfuckers can stop making fun of my Deborah ass name. Yeah, bro. I, like, apparently he had extensive charges even before. So if you don't know who Deborah Redden is, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say that's Do we got the jump? You got the jump? This Yo. Which is crazy. <laughs> Let me grab it, actually, because, yeah, maybe I should show this first. Yeah, that's it's, definitely what we got to start off with. Yeah. My man was hopping like he was Jordan. Bruh. <laughs> he got some bad air in that motherfucker. I was reading one of the articles, and it basically said, like, it happened so fast that they didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, yo, we didn't know what to do. It happened so quickly. But what's crazy is YouTube doesn't want to show anything violent or whatever, whatever. But these people let this play for like a whole the whole time it was on the air. Warning: This includes some images. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Bruh. And they could not get him off of her, bruh. Look, but he punching on the guard. My man right here. This is, is an all-out brawl in the corner. He punching court, like man. a grandma. Yeah, that's negative punches, bro. He doing. My man giving that man health every time he punches. Insane. Right. And Mr. Lee over here don't even know what to do. He's just standing there like, this is some shit. It's always the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's thinking. He ain't going to say it. 100%, bro. Bro. Yo, the, the judge had me dying, though. She was like, oh, shit. He coming this way, bro. She, she <laughs> was like. Is He getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> she was in disbelief. And she saw that shit the last second and went, jumped off camera. That was it, bro. He moved oh too my fast. This motherfucker's a jaguar. Now, I know she did uh, put out, like, a tweet, too, talking about some. Come at me with everything you got. Like, no, she did. We're, we're back in the courtroom on Monday. No, she did. Yeah. No, she did. I swear to God. No, she did. I swear to God. She was like, We're back in the courtroom on Monday. Come at me with everything you got. She He's was showing up. Did you see him when they brought him back to the courtroom? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, this is how they brought him back in. They got my man in a spit mask. <laughs> He looked like Bane, low key, like or one of them. Um, what's the what's the Foot Clan or you know Ninja the Turtles? No, no, you know who he looked like. They got my man rolling in there, like the dude from uh, 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 <clears throat> Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Han Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, I I guess that's what you got to do, but. He's a fucking animal. Cop behind him is ready to hit him, bro. He ain't even look. Look, he's just now blinking after three minutes. <laughs> My man is so ready to hit this guy. He's like, bitch, you're lucky I'm in these chains. <laughs> you better fuck it if you sneeze. <laughs> That's a lot of cops, though, bro. <laughs> And then look at look at his hands. It's like mittens. <laughs> I got my man with some oven mitts oven on. Oven glove. <laughs> Fucking duct tape this shit on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can't scratch even scratch his, his fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, even if he didn't have the mittens on, it's a mask on his fucking face. <laughs> oh, man. Yo. Now, I know she also read him his, like, all of his, his the charges. His new charges in addition to. And it's like days long, bro. Battery on a protected person, being that she's a judge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Battery of an officer because he punched on the officer that was with her. Battery by a prisoner. Intimidating a public officer. Extortion by force. And a bunch of other charges. So, bro, basically, you just, you just gave yourself damn near life, it looked like. Even if you don't got life, this is just crazy. All right, let me what see if I can he, pull up. What was he thinking? Like, yeah, what, my what's man, going I, through I, your mind? There's no way like, you're thinking, all right, she about to give me a sentence. Mm -hmm. Now, if I leap over there real quick and take her out quickly, I, I might walk free. <laughs> right. You know, the, the funniest part about all that shit is he was literally telling her he's a changed man. 
He is like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a better person. I'm, I'm trying to get my anger in check. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, well, I think you need to taste something, something different. He said, no, nah, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Oh, we think I changed my fucking leap game. And these people who write these articles, they're so disrespectful. I don't even think they realize it. It was like, uh, as Redden's sentencing came down, the the courtroom, uh, his courtroom etiquette went sideways. Like, yeah, literally it went sideways. (laughs) My man leaped horizontally over the fucking you know how far you gotta jump yeah that's a to crazy go from jump where you where you getting read your rights or your sentence there's no the, way that's a decision you make there right like he had you, to have yeah known. you were in the court you headed toward the courtroom, courtroom like I'm gonna jump yeah fucking he probably bitch. was in the in the back squatting right practicing that shit like, <laughs> doing lunges and shit getting get fucking ready yo but he was apparently in there because he had just beat somebody with a baseball bat so, bro was just going up Shit's Creek. Like, he was, he was spiraling out of control. Insane. All right, man. Yo. Shout out to him. Now he getting buried under the prison. What? My man doing time time. You got to hope them cops don't kill him for that. He just made <laughs> them look bad, bro. They don't like that shit. All right. Now, let's just move into Joe Coy. I always feel like saying his name wrong. I feel like always saying Joy Coy. Joy Coy. But it's Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Uh... My man was wilding during the. It was the Grammys, right? The Grammys. Was it the Grammys? What the, the what Golden the Globes. Golden Globes. You don't uh, watch them? Nah, I don't. I'm surprised. As, no. as big as into movies you are. Yeah, I don't watch that shit. The only thing I would ever really watch is the Oscars. Okay, <clears throat> right. You do watch the Oscars. I remember you telling yeah. me that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know until like the next day when shit blew up all over TikTok, and it my was man everywhere. was throwing. All I saw was these jokes that were not landing. And I got to say, were the jokes trash or was the audience trash? Well, let's, why don't you tell me, George? Let's, let's watch a couple of the, the, the jokes and let, let's see if it was the jokes or if it's the audience. Again, I got to do our audience better because it's a uh, shout out to YouTube. The difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL. On the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. She hated that joke. Not loving that. Unamused by a joke made by Golden Globes host Joe Coy. I'm just here to have fun. (laughs) And then they give us a shot of her at a Chiefs game (laughs) (laughs) to make to make his point. Bro, let's pull his whole monologue up. Actually, fuck Taylor Swift. This man was just bombing out the gate, like out the gate. He just couldn't, he couldn't land to the anything. First annual Golden Globes. I'm your host, Joe Coy. There's like a fan being up there trying yeah. to do this shit. Not a professional. Look, I'm just this the kind this of jokes I make on this show. I'm, this <laughs> I'm not a professional. I'm so you ain't that bad. Um, this is a dream come true, not just for me, but for everybody in here. We all dreamt of this moment. And look at this. Look at this room. Look around. I mean, like, like look around. Look, Kevin Costner's here. Kevin Costner's here. Glazing. Kevin right. Costner's never here. <laughs> Kevin's like in a mountain with a cow or something. But today he's here. He's like I've never seen a cow a day in my life. Here. Unless he's on I'm his just plate. looking around. Everybody's here. Like this is the good night. And I got the best seat in the house. Oh. When I was a kid growing up, I used to watch this show and I would stay up late the setup, with family, you know? just trying to guess. Forgive who would me for win. what I'm about to say my because mom would say, here's my backstory. stupid. <laughs> Who else is going to win? She wins every time. She looks great for her age, man. And yeah, she, she was right. You do. You win all the time. 
That's why when the Golden Globes called me and asked me if I wanted to host, I jumped to the chance and I said, yes, yes. And then they asked me if I saw every movie and every TV show, and then I said, yes. I lied. <laughs> I only watched Beef. I love you, Ali. It's I, an you Asian know what I mean? It's thing. mandatory. I'm Asian. Oh, yeah. See. There it but is. But not only that, it killed. You killed it, Ali. Bro, um, hold on. I got to ask. Why, why, is that, why is that okay? But it's not okay when black people do it. Because y'all do it too much. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck does that even make sense, bro? And how did you have that response already loaded in the clip? <laughs> It's like we got it, all right? Yeah, like, enough all is right, enough. All right, all right. Black power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fucking stupid, bro. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I just, I'm going to tell you that the minute I signed the contract, I did. I locked myself in a room and I started to binge watch everything. I watched everything. But he started while with my Barbie. Family was out there clanking champagne glasses and and ringing in the new year. I, I was watching Oppenheimer. Mm. I loved Oppenheimer. I loved Oppenheimer. I just, I just got one complaint. Needed another hour. Okay. That was good. So I felt like that I needed decent. some more backstory. Robert Downey. <laughs> Real estate. Uh, yeah. The best uh, way to sell five homes per month That was a clean joke. My New Year's resolution for 2024 is to finish Oppenheimer in 2025. Like, seriously. It's, I'm almost there. Okay. I love Not Oppenheimer. Terrible. Especially the first season. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer answered a lifelong question that's been on my mind for years. Yes, scientists do get laid. As long as they look like Killian Murphy. Okay. Oppenheimer and Barbie are competing for cinematic box office achievement. Oppenheimer is based on a 721-page Pulitzer Prize winning book about the Manhattan Project. And Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, this is where it starts. Yeah, this is where it gets I love it. Um, I don't want you guys to think that I'm a creep, but it was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. It's just something about your eyes, Ryan. It was like that one they didn't get, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like. Because yeah. that was actually Marcos, not that. It's not always about you. <laughs> <laughs> the key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Mm. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> Fucking Selena Gomez, did you see her? Yeah. She, she is people. not. Robert De Niro's here. Uh, Yo, transition. I got this gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. Oh, blame the audience. Yeah, you're kidding me, right? This Slow dude. down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. All right. And then, it, and then he starts throwing his writers under the bus. See, if you're going to go up there and you're going to deliver the jokes and there's not hitting, they're not hitting. But don't be like, I didn't fucking do this. <laughs> Bruh, you fucked the whole mood up. Like, just go up there and bomb and get off the stage. It's okay. You Ricky Gervais wasn't blaming nobody. He actually, you know what? It worked for him because he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's what Clearly he gives do. a fuck. He's like, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Immediately, I'm going to get canceled. These are all my idols. I can't insult. I have the Robert best seat in the house. <laughs> and then he starts shitting on his fucking writers, bro. You got to pick a side, bro. The writers is, are working with you, working for you, whatever you want to call it. 
Don't throw them under the bus. Throw these fucking old ass people under the bus. Like, they, nobody cares about them for real, for real. You got you. two options in that situation. Which is what? You pull back, right? You, you take some of the jokes out in your head. This mm-hmm. isn't working. Or you double the fuck down. Which one, which one would you have done? <laughs> double the fuck down. Yeah, like that ass. I feel like as a grown man in that situation, it's kind of weird to idolize people so much that you can't even do your job effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Where where he he he's afraid. Yeah. Like that as soon as he's the, the first Barbie joke didn't land, you can tell he, he got a like a shock in his body. Uh-oh. And he like, was like, okay. And then he did another joke and it hit. And then immediately he's like, I had 10 minutes to set this up. <laughs> Disclaimer. Fuck all of you. <laughs> you know, it would have been, that would have worked better if he'd said it in the beginning. Like, yo, I'm sorry for the night. Just, Just to let case. y'all know, I set this up in the back. Right. You know exactly. I mean? It would have went perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And then if like, if the jokes were corny, maybe like him laying the groundwork for the corniness would have made it funnier, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But his his ego was like, I'm about to kill. I'm about to kill this I'm, shit. I'm bald-headed. I'm Asian. Ain't no way I can lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe fucking Coy, bitch. Yeah. And they was not feeling it, bro. The minute he said something about cellulite, mm-hmm. that's when I knew. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is about to go horribly because mm-hmm. women, they don't want to hear that shit. Okay, don't but also don't, don't say that women aren't... A, Allowed or can't be the target of a joke. They can't be though. They very much can be. Matt Rife, <clears throat> perfect example. They well, his be. jokes are crazy. Talk about some. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you yeah, got a black yeah, eye. Yeah. Don't come to work. work in the kitchen. I'm trying to eat here. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy Maybe joke. If she could cook, that that was yeah. She would have gotten yeah, left. Yeah, you know that I mean? was that was crazy wild. joke. That was wild. Uh, but no. Fucking equal rights, <laughs> equal jokes, <laughs> equal lefts, equal rights. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't know too many comedians aside from like a Bill Burr who'd be willing to go up there and talk shit about women. Like it, it's and that's what we're missing in this country. Is what shitting on women? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, I just feel like maybe the pendulum has swung so far to the right. Like they were probably looking to stop being the butt of the joke all the time. And now it's swung so far, right, that it's like, you can't talk about them at all. Yeah, but we can't let them win this fight, guys. Mm-hmm. All right? Stand your ground. All right? If you want to make fun of a woman, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see what Will Smith did, so you better pick which woman you're talking about. Me out here slapping the shit out of people, speaking of beefs. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's. Uh, you want to keep talking about Joe Coy here? No, Have a little more to touch on. We can talk about the next thing. All right. This next one uh, is a an interview with the guy Jordan Peterson. Uh, with let's say Kathy the guy, Sir the guy jo- that Sir J- Doctor Jordan Peterson, bro. Put some respect <laughs> on this man's name. Uh, relax. The Canadian goat <clears throat> was on an interview with Kathy Newman, mm. um, and it went left. Real quick, uh, she was definitely trying to bait him on some answers, uh, trying to put words in his mouth. Mm. Uh, he would give an answer and he she would kind of reciprocate him like, so what you're saying is dot, dot, dot in order to kind of twist his words. Well, let me guess. He's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, at all. he was yeah. like, I'm very decisive on the words that I'm choosing right. because he picks up on her scheme very quickly. I'm sure. So there's two topics 
in the interview. Um, mm-hmm. I gathered some clips. The clips I got from were from a friend of ours that does YouTube now, Golden Boy. I'll have his link in the bio. Gang, gang. Um, but the two points, one of them, she's talking about uh, the way that he encourages men to grow up. Um, that men not being able to grow up and mature is a big problem. Which he does talk about a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to switch it almost as if, uh, well, why why do they need to do that? Why do you think the problem is? And, you know, is it damaging that so many men is, is in your audience? Um, like, that's a bad sign. And he's like, well, it's a, it's a large percentage of men, but there's also women in, that come to my... Uh, you know, uh, his speeches or whatever and mm. buy his books. And then she goes, why do women need that advice from you? Mm. And he starts talking about that it benefits women to to have men who are mature and powerful and not in the sense that they can manipulate or control, but are confident. Yeah. And so she starts trying to twist that even more. So we're just watch, uh, we'll watch the clip and then we'll dive into it a little bit. But men need to, quote, grow the hell up. Tell me why. Well, because there's nothing uglier than an old infant. There's nothing good about it. It's people who don't grow up don't Certainly find not. the sort of meaning in their life that sustains them through difficult times, and they're certain to encounter difficult times. And they're left bitter and resentful and without purpose and adrift and hostile and resentful and vengeful and arrogant and deceitful and, and of no use to themselves and of no use to anyone else and no partner for a woman. and. There's plenty of women that are watching my lectures and coming to my talks and buying my books. It's just that the majority of them happen to be men. Uh, it's, what's in I, it for the women, though? Well, what sort of partner do you want? Do you want an overgrown child? Or do you want someone to contend with that's going to help you? And that so you're you can saying rely on? women have some sort of duty to sort of help fix the crisis of masculinity? Well, it depends on what they want. What? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly, exactly how I laid it out. Like, uh, women want deeply want men who are competent and powerful and and i don't mean power in in the in the in the in that they can exert tyrannical control over others that's not power that's just corruption power is competence and why in the world would you not want a competent partner well i i know why actually you can't dominate a competent partner so if you want domination dominate is that what you're saying no i and that's where I stopped it, where she starts trying to, like, switch the word. So you say women want to dominate. He's like, well, no, that's not what some women do. Uh, but he starts explaining that that's not an ideal relationship. Like, that has no longevity for a relationship where one is controlling the other. Bro, that shit was such a reach. He said that there are women who attend my lectures as well. And I don't know if this was the editing or, like, how she arrived at this conclusion but to say, so you think, so you should, you're suggesting that women have a role to play in fixing men. Yeah, that wasn't the what? editing. That was just, that's how <laughs> she got there. Have been. And she gets there pretty regularly during the interview. It's actually kind of like infuriating to watch wow. the interview because it continues to happen time and time again. Uh, where it's like. No, that's not what I was saying. She continues to try to put words in his mouth, like I said, and just twist it. Um, Do you think that's a talking point among women is that they feel like they're responsible to fix men? I think so. I think you hear it a lot where uh, uh, 
behind every good man is what you know a stronger woman or a strong woman and it's like very we even had a conversation a while ago mm-hmm. where it was like women constantly feel like in a relationship they they're done growing mm-hmm. their job is to now make sure that the person that they're with husband or partner or whoever it may be is to to grow into the person that they think that person should become yeah now that they're in a relationship with me so that's often a real thing in relationships. Women feel like they're responsible to mold the man that they're with to be the man that they think they deserve. And you know what's so funny? I feel like it's such a surface level issue. I feel like because a lot of men don't want to do like household chores, like cooking and cleaning and shit like that, that they somehow equate that to being immature. Like, all right, if your parents didn't teach you that as a child to cook, clean, whatever around the house, immature or not, chances are you're not going to want to do that shit when you get older. It's just not something that you're used to doing. Yeah. If if your dad, if, if you're a woman or a young girl, rather, and your dad isn't teaching you how to box, when you get older, you think you're going to want somebody putting gloves in your fucking forehead? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you're a chump. You're not a chump. You just don't know how to box. People didn't teach you. It's like, I don't know. They, they find ways to spin everything, bro. Yeah. And just instead of just saying like, all right, maybe he just ain't a good domestic partner in this situation. Yeah, but it's crazy to be like, uh, you know, him in this interview for that portion anyway, time, trying to make the connection of like, well, he feels a certain responsibility to give men this this mm. feedback, right, to mm. help th- help guide them. Um, because there was a portion that in the interview where he states that 80% of his demographic is men and the other 20% is women. And he, she starts to say, isn't that worrisome? Like, and he's like, well, no, because a lot of his information is on YouTube and YouTube is predominantly male. Um, is it really? Yeah. Mm. And then she's like, oh, you see, that's the problem. And he's like, well, no, because like Tinder is predominantly female. Like, it's like it's not that that's a problem. That's just an assessment. That's just the reality of it. It's not that it's in control in any which way or form. Uh, so the entire interview, she's just missing the fucking point because very clearly she just wants to make him trip she, up. Yeah, she's looking you know? for a clip. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and my man was, well, was not having it. <laughs> it wasn't happening. But he's, he's so used to, at this point, people taking what he's saying out of context. I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised that she's even able to do that to somebody like Jordan Peterson. The man has lectures and like four is 45 minutes of just macro high level. Just, I don't fucking understand what he's talking about. So for you to play that game with this man, who's a clinical psychologist, she got, I hate but to say it balls. It's like, it's not hard to do. All I have to do is have my list of questions that I'm going to ask you, regardless Fair. of what you say. I Fair. don't have to comprehend what you're saying. <laughs> Fair. I'm going to ask the question literally regardless. That's, what that's, she's that's doing. all she did. My man would say something. And then she's like, well, I have this question next, so I'm going to ask it. Yeah, There's yeah. no real strategy Somebody here. in her earpiece. Yeah. Ask, ask, ask him, did he wash his ass this morning? <laughs> so why does he hate women? Bruh. It's like, bruh, never said that. Bruh. What, what the fuck happened in society that all of a sudden everybody thinks men hate women? That's the whole, that's that right there. Like, yep. they try to say Jordan Peterson hates women. Like, yep. And then we have the second part or second piece that I have another clip where they talk about like the pay gap 
Okay. Right. So she's like, oh, do you believe um, in the pay gap and that it exists? It's like 9%. Uh-huh. Um, and he goes to say that the pay, pay gap is a real thing. He doesn't believe it's gender based. Um, there's too many things that go into play as to why that gap is. Yeah. Um, so she again starts trying to trip him up and be like, oh, well, now you're saying that the gender pay gap doesn't exist uh, or you don't believe in it. Um, so let's just watch the clip okay. so that we can get a little more context. I wonder if they're going to bring up the WNBA. Uh, no, this is all um, in the UK. So they really uh, okay. talk about UK okay. business. Mm. Pay gap stands at just over 9%. You've got women at the BBC recently saying that the broadcaster is illegally paying them less than men to do the same job. You've got only seven women running the top FTSE 100 companies. Yeah. So it seems to a lot of women that they're still being dominated and excluded, to quote your words back to you. It does seem that way, but multivariate analysis of the pay gap indicate that it doesn't exist. But that's just not true, is it? I mean, that 9% pay gap, that's a gap between median hourly earnings between men and women. That exists. Yeah, but there's multiple reasons for that. One of them is gender, but it's not the only reason. Like, if you're a social scientist worth, worth your salt, you never do a univariate analysis. Right. You say, well, women in aggregate are paid less than men. Okay, well, then we break it down by age, we break it down by occupation, we break it down by interest, we break it down by personality. But you're saying basically it doesn't matter if women aren't getting to the top because that's what's skewing that gender pay gap, isn't it? You're saying, well, that's just a fact of life. Women aren't necessarily going to get to the top. No, I'm not saying it doesn't matter either. You're saying saying there are multiple reasons for it. Yeah, but those reasons, why, why should women put up with those reasons? Why should, Why should women, women be content not to get I'm not saying that they should the put up with it. I'm saying that the claim that the wage gap between men and women is only due to sex is wrong. And it is wrong. There's no doubt about that. The multivariate right. analysis have been done. So well, I, I can give you, you an you example. You keep on talking wait, about wait multivariate analysis. Let me no, give no, no, you an example. I'm saying that 9% pay gap exists. Yeah. Yeah. That's a gap between men and women. I'm not saying why it exists, but it exists. Why would you not want to say why something exists? Are are you how are you even a journalist? Yeah, facts. As a journalist, your job is fair and accurate reporting. You don't just take something on the surface and align it to your own personal viewpoints and assert that out to the rest of the world and put idea. words in this gentleman's mouth. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Now, yeah, if you you're a woman, that seems exists. pretty unfair. You have to say why it exists. <laughs> so, oh, my God. More of bro. that. Uh, and he goes on to explain, um, obviously, I forget what country it was. Uh, they do state it in the interview. But they essentially got rid of any gender bias, mm-hmm. right? So um, there's more, like, gender neutral bathrooms, uh, pictures of like men holding babies, like anything that kind of leans more one way, like women do this or men do this. They try to eliminate it as much as possible. Um, but what they noticed is the pay gap is still existing. (laughs) Why? Because women are still choosing careers that pay less, right? They're choosing to be teachers They're choosing to be nurses, secretaries. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, while the men were consistently choosing jobs that paid more. Yeah. Um, another thing that he talked about in this uh, interview was um, just the ability that men have to not be so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
picky? No, it's like, uh, uh, like you can't give me an offer that I'm gonna immediately oh, take. They're, men are not as agreeable. Agreeable, right? That men are less agreeable than women. Hmm. Um, and he's like, not to say that there aren't not agreeable women and that there's not agreeable men. It's that on average, on average, yeah. women are more agreeable. So when they get an offer that they themselves don't believe is a good offer for their job, they're still going to take it. Yeah. While more likely a man is offered something that they don't think is well-deserving, they're going to combat it. They're going to be less agreeable. They're going to you know, right. counter-offer. Um, and that's obviously going to lead to a pay increase. Right. Um, so he even says that he has women that he coaches uh, to be less agreeable right. um, and to think more in that way. And she continued again to try to twist it and be like, so you're saying that women need to be more like men. And he was like, in that aspect, yes. <laughs> and she thought, you thought you was going to get this man to do a whole 180 backtrack yep. on his shit. The, he, he does that for a living. Mm-hmm. Like he's constantly looking at data on a regular basis. He does it for a living. It's his fucking job. She played. She played a stupid game with the wrong person. Yeah, and this is a this is like an hour long interview. And I couldn't. Bro. I, I couldn't. would never be able to sit through that. I, I couldn't. That shit was I, aggravating me. Just she <laughs> make me want to make some oodles and noodles. <laughs> looking at her head, bro. Nah, I'm. I'm. A, I ain't gonna hold you on some real shit. Like I was just having this conversation the other day with um with somebody, and we were talking about how um women choose jobs just like you were saying, um, in fields that aren't always going to pay the most. And the reason that is because some of the more like high risk jobs pay more. Mm -hmm. So like oil drilling and, and working out at sea or, or driving trucks for a fucking living. Like that stuff requires you to be either on the road or, like lifting heavy ass machinery all day long, which a lot of times like most women don't want to be involved with that. Even like, like being involved with the the trash and sanitation. Like, do you know how exhausting it is to be on a fucking dumpster truck? I don't know if I've actually seen a female. I've I've seen a few. Sanitation worker. Maybe like two in like 30 years. That's that's not a lot. Bruh, (laughs) it's back breaking, literally back breaking work. You're throwing Pounds of bags and trash all day long from six in the morning to like what two, three in the afternoon, bro. Usually men are better suited for that kind of work because of our anatomy. It's not like we're out here choosing to just be in these fucking hard ass jobs. We don't have no choice. Somebody's gotta do it. Yeah. And if you look at it, like more times than not, women are um and universities getting degrees and things like that because they're these are places where it makes more sense to be more social um, and like women are able to do less rigorous work for better paying jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, they say black women are one of the most educated groups of people in America. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Yo, bro. you didn't just look at the camera crazy, bro. Yo, you are shot out. You can that. Google that. I don't. That's not my stat. It's not a black stat. It's just a fact. Yeah, okay. It's a black fact. No, I, right? you, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, you really thought you were slick. <laughs> nah, but like in that sense, like I think as AI progresses. 
and phases out more of those jobs like um, like factory workers and things like that. Men will have to pivot and eventually start doing jobs like um, getting more into IT, more into the medical field. Um, or they'll just continue on tr- working with trades because I feel like trades are more, now in more demand than ever. Um, but if that doesn't happen, if shit continues the way it is, then eventually we'll be talking about how women make way more than men. And seems how they probably would. Do they even outnumber us in this country? I feel like they do. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, man. So that was the interview. Yeah. Um thought it would be fun to kind of pick apart here. Mm. Uh, I knew it would piss you off. Uh, yeah, that, that was bad. <laughs> I don't know how any that guy could watch that and, and I, not get pissed off bro, a little bit. I almost pulled the last three pieces of hair in my fucking hand. <laughs> All right, man. You want to wrap it up? Not really, but it was fun. I uh, I learned a lot. Um, I realized that I'm an evil man. I'm a I'm an overbearing male. If I tell you that I make more money than you and you're a woman and you know, shame on me. I'll, I'll try to do better. I'll try to do worse. They want you to take the money out your pocket. And give yeah. it to them. <laughs> yeah. I need to, I need to do a better job. Yep. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode, the episode of versus we uh, had a lot of combat in this one. Um, one V ones all over the place. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe. We're going to be here next week. Thursdays as usual. Yeah. You got anything to plug? Like maybe like a business where you can repair your credit? <laughs> Fuck George. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week on the Man Cave Podcast. <laughs>